2: I see him in my mind's eye.
1: <clears throat> Kenobi. Kenobi!
0: Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and you are back for the Council of Kenobi.
3: You're making this. It's thing part down. three,
0: bitches. It's part three, bitches. Gummies. i am joined by joseph george what's up homie
2: what up what up always a pleasure to be here especially oh. for a lot oh.
0: it is always a pleasure to have you i am also joined by miles fucking buttress
4: sup dude happy to be back once again this week um happy that you know we're just geniuses and we know more about the show we're watching than i think the people that wrote it honestly uh it's crazy that we got the script ahead of time
0: we exist in their head exclusively on the screen below me that i can see and you cannot we are also joined by kbz kyler
3: barnett what's up homie not much. Yeah, I just thought in the intro you made us sound way too dignified. Like this isn't going to be the longest two hours of debauchery, tomfoolery, and just full out shenanigans. I tried
0: you know? to go full NPR with it.
3: Yeah, I mean you, know? you, were, but very, I, you were very like just I was hoping calm sounding, and that's just not the that's not the general tone, you know. It's...
0: I mean, I tried to balance out the fact that I kicked off the show with the Darth Maul and Rebels monologue. Yeah, okay, that's fair.
3: Okay, it makes more in sense my now. I, Kenobi. We gotta be That's not the too underrated high, not part too low. You know, people
0: people glom onto the scream, understandably so. The little Kenobi he lets out right before the scream though, Kenobi. That shit's fucking hard. That shit's hard.
3: I'd seen and, all the you know, clips on the on those like scenes and episodes of, you know, the later later uh, portions of the Clone Wars, but when I actually finally got to watch it after I'd been watching <laughs> the entire show, oh man. Ooh, that shit was special, but
0: nevertheless, that's the first nevertheless of this week. We are jo- we are doing part three, uh, third episode of Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. As always, we are going to be doing a full scene-by-scene episode breakdown. This one's original air date is today, June 1st, 2022, directed by Deborah Chow and written by Joby Harold, Hannah Friedman, Hossein Amini, and Stuart Beadle. Uh, so, we're going to go in a circle, starting with Joe, uh, on just how good or bad, I can't imagine it's bad, you feel mm. about this episode.
2: Mm. I feel very, very good. Mouthful of popsicle and all. My bad.
0: Dude, but uh, I did it on purpose.
2: Mm. <laughs> Thank you. But no, this, uh, this episode, it, it scratched an itch that we've been wanting for quite a while is just see Vader go off Um, that, that, you know, we, we got that. Um, And I think that's, this is just a little taste as well. Uh, This is only episode three, which is wild. Um, But I will say off, off rip that I think a lot of people are getting distracted with these, you know, just epic moments and thinking that this episode is like God tier, but like, I don't know, as far as like what happened in the episode, the moments that are obviously badass or badass but in between it was just kind of meh like you know um
0: i appreciate like, I appreciate you coming uh, in with the criticisms because i didn't feel too i mean like i didn't feel too far off you know i obviously when we get to the uh ratings later on that enjoyment mm. that'll be just fine
1: that mm.
0: that'll be that'll be doing quite well up there mm. at, a, at a at a good old 5 out of 5 mm-hmm. for your boy but
1: pretty easy there you know
0: on the critical side i can't i can't blame you there you know like i don't feel like we we pushed the story forward a whole lot beyond the obvious now -hmm. they've seen each other uh and it is a big moment for the for the star wars saga as a whole like something we you know like now that we've gotten this it feels weird to think that a new hope would have been their first reunion after revenge of the sith Mm. Like, that'd be a strange that'd be a strange interaction now knowing that that's the if that was the first one but like i think this is perfect i think i think this was a good a good place to be but yeah i'm kind of with you there uh miles how you feeling about this episode
4: i mean one word and one word alone um commies <laughs> just cummies. indeed how uh, it <laughs> words. commies um cummies. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with Joseph that we're definitely parched, especially earlier in the episode where I was just like, Alright, I get it. We gotta, you know. We we can't have, you know, how long was this episode? Like, you know, 47, yeah, 47 yeah. minutes. We can't have 47 minutes of, of cummies. Mm. That's just, you know. It's too much. We gotta have, it's too much.
0: You um, are one with the force, Kenobi. This, this isn't a finale. But you are not cummies
4: yet. <laughs> You know, this isn't the finale. This isn't you know mm. any of that stuff. But I li- you know we got the you know the build up to it, and then we uh, got the, uh, the, the just cummies moment. Mm. Um, I, I just love
0: that cummies has become the official word to describe Kenobi uh, on this podcast, at least by me and Miles.
4: And, uh. and it's a fair word to describe it. Uh, and you know, then then just a solid end where it's just you know, oh you, you know you thought things were
3: going to end out well. <laughs> You
0: thought? Sorry, uh, Kyler KBZ, How you feeling?
3: Uh, yeah, I feel like this was an episode. I I hate to just kind of pile on the same train as everybody else, but um, I like I said, I do think there were some areas that like it just kind of felt slow. But I also liked that what those moments meant. Uh, I think it's important. Like as cool as the big moments were. There was a lot of lines of dialogue, and not even just between mm-hmm. Vader and Kenobi, but I thought there was some lines between Leia and uh, Obi-Wan, like on the truck, um, mm-hmm. and, and just the general like fear and, and that grip that Leia started growing towards Kenobi after she kind of started to realize some things. I feel like that was a mm-hmm. nice development, and obviously Leia and Obi-Wan are going to be the focus of a large part of the next episode at least. Um, just given where we left off. So, I mean, I think that shouldn't be ignored in terms of the big moments about what that did for that story. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the stuff between, between Vader and Obi-Wan. I mean, those are just all hits, no misses. The, that was never going to mm. be a disappointment. And, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm with. You. I, I think why, sometimes her face reminds me of... And I guess we'll nothing. talk about this later, but like I said, <gasps> I also thought there was like, some interesting things that they did um, creatively, I guess, in terms of shooting and stuff that I, I really enjoyed. Um, I thought... W- we can talk about it later, or if you want me to just mention it now, I can't. It doesn't matter, but...
1: Nah, man. Give me um, a general in shoot, that Vader, bro.
3: In that Vader and Kenobi fight, when Kenobi first pulls out that lightsaber and he's getting real... Mm-hmm. He, you can tell he's real paranoid. He's freaking out, kind of. Um, and you get that first person with the blur of the lightsaber and like how disorienting it is. He's spinning every which way and that first person camera shake. And he's the blur, me, like bro. I said, I mean, the way that that's distorting your eyesight and stuff I like flash or it, it just feels like you're right. Like if it, it felt like what it would feel like to be trying to run from Vader. And if Kenobi's that shaky and scared, I can't imagine what my little bitch ass was going to do in that
1: yeah.
2: moment. But. Yeah, boys, it feels good that we're all right. You know, that that we all pretty much predicted.
0: You know, some, we are all right.
2: Here. Um Yeah. We're some alright guys. We we're all right, you know. We're pretty yeah. alright. Like
0: Queen but, said, we should be you guys all right. you guys
2: guess full suit Vader and we got the full suit up process. Uh, so that was sick and in action. So, yeah, see y'all. The
3: suit up sequence is something I hadn't really. It happened early and I kind of just. I just watched it. So, I, yeah. I just watched it. I thought, the suit I up thought scene Vader and, wasn't coming um, uh, for a but while. But, God, dude, the suit up scene. I haven't had a feeling like that during a suit up scene since. I mean, obviously, Iron Man is the obvious answer. But, I mean, that was like up at the top in terms of like anything like I've ever seen. Because that, that looks so much better than the, the end of. Revenge of
0: the Sith, in my opinion. Mm. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, like I, uh, no, go ahead, Mouse. Go ahead. Okay,
4: I was just gonna say, I just really enjoyed, like, what, with the suit scene as well. But then also, Kyler was talking about like the fear that Kenobi showed, mm. like how just the instant as soon as Vader like lands and gets out of the ship that we don't see on screen, he gets out and Kenobi like they're about to go down the tunnel, and just immediately Kenobi, he just stops. Mm. And they're both just, like, a little little Leia and, and the lady that's helping. They both just look at him and be like, hey, come on, asshole. We're leaving. He's like, and he's just, he's oh, like, no, 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 oh, no no no, 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 no. Like, it, it no. follows the theme of, like, Rebels and
0: then. Yeah, Tina mm. Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Oh. Yeah. It,
4: it, it follows the theme from Rebels and Fallen Order where just every time he shows up, everyone immediately is just, like, terrified. I and I love it. Yeah, mm. the, the oh. I feel cold, and then yeah, and then the 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 rebels where they're where Ezra is just immediately like why you know what's that? What is this feeling?
0: Like there, I think in Rebels yeah. one of them like literally exhales Freeze into the air, breath. and it's
4: it, yeah, it's visibly cold, and it's like <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No,
0: I'm and, I'm with you guys. It was um, uh, and we'll we'll get some more. We'll get some more of that in the scene by scene breakdown. The I mean, frankly, for me, Lil' is the highlight of the series, has been so far. Uh, mm. But let me tell you, in this episode, watching the helmet come down, and as it's coming down, you see what is very clearly the Anakin Skywalker we know in mm. makeup. Like, that mm-hmm. is, it is Hayden Christensen in the makeup as the helmet's coming down, and it's like, Oh my god, it feels more connected
2: than it ever has. You know, yeah, like, it feel, like it feels more real than it ever did. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, they wanted to make it a point that like he is in the suit. And like, then building on
0: that, moments later, we didn't know for sure. He opens his mouth and it's James Earl Jones. Mm, yeah, it, it, it's the OG. It that like, was, it was nuts. We, people were like, "Well, I'm I'm People were like, "Well, what are we gonna get?" Hayden Christensen not being able to act because he's in a suit and some guy imitating James Earl Jones. Nah, you'll see Hayden Christensen. You will see him as the suit's coming on him, and you will hear James Earl Jones. And like, oh the best my God. combination. Commies. I mean, like,
4: Commies.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, you're here, here. I'm curious, like, if they have like a Ahsoka Vader moment where like his mask is off or something, and then like Hayden has to talk. Or if it'll, like, just, if he'll, like, lip-sync to James Earl Jones' voice, you know, like, if the mask is off and he talks, what happens? It's
0: interesting, because I think there's a...
2: Like, a voice changer? A a modulator, like, that's that's what it would be.
0: Like, because in Rebels, it's kind of that, like, split tone where you can hear Matt Lanter voicing Anakin. But you can also hear the deep Vader. Yeah.
4: and that's what I think would be – and not. I don't know if we'll get, like, the whole cracked you know, match scene, but if there's a scene where we hear some Anakin come through and we hear some Hayden Christensen oh. come through, oh. I oh, – just – I think
0: I might have been, been projecting it onto one of these scenes, but I could have swore there was a line delivery, and if James Earl Jones delivered this line, it's nuts how well he was able to uh, replicate a Hayden Christensen cadence. Like mm. I heard it and went, it's, it's wild that that wasn't Hayden Christensen. And I wish I could point to the line specifically. Cause I only watched it once, but I was like, mm. like, I heard it and I was like, that sounded like him. Like, so like, I wonder, you know, James Earl Jones does voice work. The people on set for Vader have always voiced him. David Prouse in the suit and the OT was voicing him on set. Hayden Christensen's the one voicing him. He's the one saying the lines. Mm. So like, I wonder how much of it is like True. an overlay whenever they get a chance and how much of it is pure James Earl Jones, you know, like, uh, it, it, it's interesting to think about, but, uh, are you guys ready for a scene by scene breakdown?
2: Let's mm. do it. Yes.
0: Let's. So we kick off this episode on Mustafar. We're right in it, baby. And Darth Vader does his whole. Suit up shit as he's getting assembled by the, uh, by the machinery. And he is, uh, informed by the third sister aboard his, uh, you know, sitting upon his throne in Vader's castle. And it was like, Oh my God, we're getting a full blown Vader in his throne room scene. Mm. Uh, talking to the third sister, she's, she explains that Obi-Wan's alive and, and she's very important here for me is like, uh, she goes, and regarding the Grand Inquisitor's and he cuts her off there. Mm. We still don't have conf- confirmation that the Grand Inquisitor is dead. Therein, the Grand Inquisitor's not dead. None of these guys are going to be uh, taking his place. It's just not happening.
4: It it, it kind of seems like they think he's not dead, but they think he's going to die. Yeah. But it's also very clear that she passed it off as, "Yeah, Obi Wan attacked him before I could stop him. Like mm-hmm. he got a, he got a quick stab in." Like the way the way yeah. that he's like, I don't blame you. Like, I can't remember exactly what he says, but it's like something along the lines of like. Like.
1: It, well, he basically goes, don't like, worry blames. about it. Yeah, don't worry goes, about it. It's
0: Obi-Wan's fault. Well, he goes, and, the Grand Inquisitor means nothing. Hmm. <laughs> That's what Vader says. Yeah. And that just it's like important henchman. He goes, they don't mean shit.
2: Nothing. Yeah. Uh, so like is is that him indirectly saying that she also doesn't mean shit to him like if the Grand Inquisitor yeah, this doesn't was my
3: thought one would think right <laughs> one would think that would be your reaction not one of oh bet this is my chance I'm gonna prove my shit let's go
2: I think she's gonna be like against Vader like at least that's the vibe I got she's gonna be like oh wait if the Grand Inquisitor means nothing and that's what I want this whole time why am I going for that in the first place and like
4: I don't know she, if and she was a Jedi before. Maybe she, she comes back. Obi wan comes like. I mean, know, I maybe think she, I think I don't know. The, uh, I think the way they're setting it up, I think it's ooh. leading towards a she's gonna become good, like a redemption, yeah, not, not maybe not like a full redemption, but like a, at least some form of redemption. Because like I feel like that's what they do a lot of time, where they have like a character that's just so
3: bad.
1: And They're then so so yeah no so that, yeah, no, it they so can that way it becomes
4: even more powerful well, whenever they get redeemed. Type they can thing. do
3: this twist where it's like, oh well, I'm so bad and I want it so selfishly that like, oh, the Grand Inquisitor's still alive and he's about to capture Kenobi or kill Kenobi. I'll kill the Grand Inquisitor, mm. and then Kenobi escapes. But at least he didn't get to kill Kenobi. Like that kind Ooh, of twist. Like, that, like, that's uh... the exact shit. Like turns good a- yeah. enough not good enough. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Maybe it's kind
2: of
3: like
1: the Joker, Jedi Fallen Joker Order.
0: killing another Batman villain so that they can't kill Batman. Yes, like,
2: yeah, like in Jedi Fallen Order, where that one Inquisitor was trained by uh, uh, who's the like the the lady on the ship with you, like Sarah Junda? Yeah, like it was trained by her, and like she, like you know, the whole when Vader came and struck you, failed to be Inquisitor. Like yeah. maybe it's kind of like a redemption. Dude, like I haven't that, finished like the game, little. asshole.
1: Fuck Story
2: you! <laughs> you've probably seen that scene. Like, regardless, though, if you're a Star also Wars this fan, is, you've seen a clip. I
3: still up, have everything like... muted. S- on spoilers is like Twitter.
0: spoil is... no Jedi Fallen or- Order spoilers. No, you on, get
4: on. <laughs> you get leeway for spoilers for like year, maybe two years. After that, it's your own
3: fault. Wait, Did <laughs> I, I actually... ask too much? I think like you get like two months. At that Don't point, we haven't gotten No, I'm saying, on the, like, I'm saying video with, like, the game is games. different, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's different, especially when, oh, like, in Order movies, that takes so long. Yeah.
4: Movies, you get, like, mm. weeks. Hey, and it,
3: <laughs> movies, it depends,
0: because, like, if you're a Marvel fan, like, if you care about seeing the latest Marvel movie, you, you probably see it within a week or two of it being out. Yeah.
4: If you, if uh, and you and care about spoilers, really, really with yeah, with like Marvel or something, and it's a month after Endgame came out, I don't feel bad for you anymore.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But. Night of fuck that, but never, nevertheless, too. Uh, you know, after after Vader dismisses the loss of the Grand Inqu- of the Grand Inquisitor, uh, he orders the Third Sister to prove herself, and she will be made the new Grand Inquisitor. And if you fuck it up you're going to die.
3: <laughs> I mean yeah, I'm it's kill Vader. You. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you, BH. That's pretty spot on. I mean, what what else do you expect from Vader? He's not exactly a uh gentle ruler, I guess. He expects um, perfection. Uh,
0: and I continue. I continue to really fuck with Reva and in Moses Ingram's performance of Reva. Uh she got warned by the Star- by Lucasfilm coming into Star Wars that she was going to face some uh baseless racist attacks and she has on the internet it's been pretty it's been pretty disappointing uh but the most encouraging thing for me was ewan mcgregor himself posting that video that was like uh hey ain't no room for that uh if you're if you're saying shit like that you're no real star wars fan to me
3: yeah Uh, and i I, I was like i don't know it just sucks because like you're going to have people who are going to just be as outrightly terrible and awful about it as they are going to be. And then you're going to have people who say like, I just can't stand the performance. I just, I can't stand the way that she does the character. And it's like, okay, bro. Like, there, there's it's, some it's people the who may actually feel that way. Maybe. But my problem hey, is and, and all and the ones you, who masquerade behind that excuse. Like, oh, well, I just don't like the performance. Yeah, well, there's a reason. Here's
0: my thing. When, when the Star Wars account tweeted, you know, in a gal in a galaxy with twenty million species, don't choose to be a racist. Mm. If you feel the need there to take it under yourself to go, wait a minute, I didn't say that. I said she had a bad performance. And guess what, homie? People who aren't racist don't feel the need to defend themselves from accusations of racism. There's like you should know Unto yourself. You know what? I didn't. I I. I, I mm. didn't like that's not at all what occurred to me. Therefore, this doesn't apply to me. Uh. Like I. I have no beef with this. This is correct. If you feel the need to go. Actually, you've already fucked up. Mm. You've already fucked up.
2: Yeah, I saw someone and say that. Actually, if you get called a bigot by Ewan McGregor. Then you got to really rethink your life. You got to like really take a step back, think about what you're doing because you and McGregor just called you a bigot. Yeah, that'd be rough.
0: Oh, I mean, like, can you imagine watching that video and going, fuck, he's talking to me. Like, what? Like there are people out there who were like, "Oh, I've got to defend myself here," and it's well,
3: like, and so the other thing that drives me nuts too is like these poor actors and actresses. In in some regards, I guess I shouldn't say poor. You know, they they be living a pretty good life out there, but like in terms of this, I guess it's it's insane that like these actors or actresses go out and do their performance and they obviously want to create their own character in in their own eyes they want to put their own their own performance into it they want to have its own personal flair you know um but obviously the director producer all of these creative entities are also responsible for kind of shaping and molding that performance and like ensuring that it stays within whatever boundaries they have set forth and you know some people we know that that's a pretty long leash and others there's not but uh, it just blows my mind that, like, if it was that bad, if the, if the general perception was that Reva is this overacted and over-dramatized and just, like, angry, vengeful, just, like, non-working character, I think that that probably wouldn't have been allowed to, allowed to fly. Like, you see it happen in some film or shows, yes, but not one that's in charge of by Star Wars and Disney. I guess. Also, not as if it
4: was allowed to fly... Probably not her fault. Probably what the character was written to be. It, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, it's kind of like, like the whole thing with is, like Garfield and, Andrew Garfield and
3: Andrew Garfield in the Amazing Spider-Man. Like that's was was exactly Andrew Garfield like, like, like that. Or even fucking
4: Hayden Christensen in the original, or like anyone. one yeah, of the original yeah, it happen, of, yeah. It's not their fault that the characters to some people were bad. It was the writing's fault.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and and you know, I, also I continue to really and oh, go ahead.
4: Oh, I was gonna say also, you know, going on the whole like what was it, twenty million species or whatever they said. Yeah, yeah, and in a in a galaxy with twenty million species, let's be racist to the species that deserve it, not other humans. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, yeah. What, like
4: Totos, what, like Toto. We got, yep, we, yeah, <laughs> right, I knew that was coming.
1: Let's go, Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Let's go Joseph. Joseph. Okay, Joseph. Okay, you know what? But
4: we got Totos out there we got uh, cad bane species out there i don't know what hey, they are some they the deserve it chilling you cut to it, you cut
0: in the moss Eisley cantina you got duro sitting all over the place i don't think we i don't think there's any one species in the star wars galaxy i mean like if right. there's any it's the it's the Trandoshans. Sith. sith aren't necessarily a no uh, like
4: as a species like the original sith they deserve racism
0: oh okay i see i see the original the original the sith og sith uh, the, uh, the original sith okay okay you I know what? Get, I, can, I think I can cross out.
2: the line there. Um, <laughs> you know, if you put it that way, maybe.
0: But, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Next up, we got Obi-Wan meditating in his cargo bay uh, of the shuttle that he and Leia had boarded to uh, to escape Dayu. And he's reflecting on the fact that he has just learned, you know, Anakin's alive. And the shuttle lands on the planet Mapuzo. And uh, it is... Under the occupation of the Empire. And Obi-Wan tells Leia, you know, all right, remember, we're farmers from Tall. You're Luma, and I'm uh I can't remember, like it doesn't matter. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm <in> the- dad. Uh <laughs> I'm dad. I'm dad. Uh and the duo uh begins walking walking down the road, the yellow brick road, trying to find that wicked witch of the west. Mm-hmm. And uh they're heading towards the rendezvous point that had been set up by Bale for a uh, safe extraction back to the planet Alderaan. And uh along the way, Obi-Wan explains to Leia that Mapuzo had once been a lush world abundant with resources. And now it was a barren wasteland due to the empire's mining. And he has this brief vision of a hooded figure on the horizon. And he, uh, he turns and it's Anakin Skywalker and the way they like show him, like distorted, like the camera movement here, mm. Zooming in on his face, kind of distortedly tilting back and forth, like I was like, "Oh, I love what they're doing here!" Like that's,
2: mm. and you know, it was the just camera work this episode game. was was done really well.
0: It was really like, cool. There were a lot. It 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 very rarely felt still, which mm. is like,
2: well, I, I remember mean, there's one shot of the Inquisitor, like the Grand Inquisitor's chair, and mm. the other two, and then like. Rave is walking away, but she's like in the middle of like the hole of the chair, and then yeah. you have the other two inquisitors on the side, like
4: yeah
2: showing that like she's taking the mantle, you know, probably. You know, not them or whatever. And like I don't know, it was just uh like the first person view of Obi Wan, you know, holding his saber, like that camera work. Like I don't know. It was just it was very I don't know. Creative it was yeah. Well and it was cool. I
3: generally cool. have felt like the television shows have I don't know, I just feel like the uh, the filmmaking aspects of the television shows, I feel like it's just so much more, I don't know if they are able to spend more time, I don't know what the deal is, but I felt like there has been, at least just in the gap between um, the sequel trilogy and even the television in Star Wars Now, I mean, just the way that these have looked has just looked so much better. Like, seeing Star Wars, I think that's the biggest thing I've noticed in in starting, you know, growing up on the prequels and then, you know, coming back around to the original trilogy, being able to, like, see it, all of these four distinctly different time frames of Star Wars content, like, just the way that it's only benefited from technological advancement and stuff, it's just made for... it. The creative boundaries, I guess, are non-existent at this point, and that's just exciting to They're hear because expected. they used to have to get real creative, and now they can just... Any vision they have can be executed to, I mean, brilliant levels, which I think well, it's, a show with Vader is just perfectly catered to that. I mean... It's,
0: mm. Oh, it's and this was... Uh, I was talking to Joe about this off mic, but it's uh, this is feeling... And, like, it still feels like this to a degree, but what we were expecting and anticipating a sequel series of sorts to Revenge of the Sith. It's more and more feeling like a prequel series to a new hope, um, which is, uh, which is really cool. And it, like the way that I, I've looked at it right, is like, they're really blending elements of the prequel trilogy and the sequel uh, and the uh, original trilogy. Like uh, this, this very next scene when the third sister pulls up, at uh, Fortress Inquisitorius, I'm guessing mm. that's the fortress where the Inquisitors hang out. Not very subtle. Um, mm. <laughs> and but when she pulls up, she's walking down that massive hall. Like we mm. can't see the top of the the room she's in, and like that that very thing reminded me of like just the grandiose scale of the prequel trilogy. But it's dark and it's dingy and it's worn down the way stuff looks in the original trilogy so it's just like it was it's just a really cool blending of elements yeah, here but uh
3: t- totally we're kind of closer i guess to that uh original trilogy ish like i guess mm, um but uh there's something else i was gonna say oh but like even details like i love that And like obviously this is vader at like the youngest we've seen him i guess if that makes sense to say yeah, um for sure and, I mean, obviously, we understood and knew how quick Anakin was at the end of, you know, when he was in Revenge of the Sith and stuff. And so, I think that's the thing that I like more is, like, seeing how fearsome and, like, <clears throat> um, I guess, quick and agile this Vader is. Like, it's completely different. Like, obviously, when we saw Vader in the original trilogy, he was a little slow just because, you know, like I said, the limitations of time and just things like that, you know. Um... But now, like, they, I mean, this fight we'll get to later, but just like creatively, the way that they mm. were able to make Vader look so quick and like unlike anything I think we've mm. ever seen in a fight Michael between Vader. Myers. It
0: was just. Homie I mean, was uh, giving it, slasher vibes to um, Max.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I loved everything about that part. And just like I said, the way that they. Not only just made it about the fight, but like like I said, the details that they went into in, in all regards creatively was just makes it ten, ten times better.
0: Mm. I feel you. I feel you. That is not nice. Dang. Uh,
3: Siri didn't <laughs> like when, uh, that Siri didn't like on, the on, yeah. Siri didn't like the fighting between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. That, that, is, that is not
0: nice. <laughs> Sorry, Siri. You're right. But uh. The third sister uh, walks into this. Walks into the fortress uh, opposite the fifth, and I want to say seventh sister for some reason, uh, mm. but she she walks in there, barks an order at them, and they're like, uh, "Who said that you're in charge?" And uh, she's like, "Vader,
2: <laughs> Vader, bitch." Yeah, unless you want to follow your orders, unless, and unless like, you uh, want, yeah, like, unless like, you
4: want me to go tell Vader that you overruled his decision. Then, I mean, listen, that's all. I went, all
0: right, all right, all right, all right, okay. That really is the ultimate, like,
4: go fuck yourself Trump card of, like, who told, you know, yeah, who the, told you you could do that? Vader did. And it's like, all right, you know what? I'm not even going to check I, well, you on yep, that yep, because. She do what you want. Uh, because I don't even want to go talk to him about it because he, t- he scares me. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, like, this is, people want to talk about, like, uh. Oh, Lando betrayed them in the Empire Strikes Back. The the Inquisitors went, yeah, yeah we got to
4: listen it, to that guy. Bitch, I'd betray them in Empire Strikes Back. Right,
0: <laughs> right. but uh, nevertheless, she's like, all right, now, now that we've got that cleared up, go ahead and send the, print, the probe droids out so we can pinpoint Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, they go ahead and reluctantly agree. But uh, back on Mapuzo, Leia and Obi-Wan eventually reach the rendezvous point, but find... That no one is anywhere to be found, and somewhere, somewhere down the road, uh, a, tra- a little little vehicle is cruising on down the road, and Leia waves him down and is like, "Yeah, I got this shit, Obi. Don't you worry." And up pulls Freck. Uh,
4: and fucking Frick. Freck.
0: Freaking Freck. Freck. Fucking I thought, Freck. Freck.
4: Man, he, I you know it was so he had so much potential whenever we first met him.
0: We Potentially. Were at- the yeah, wildest yeah. thing about this episode, we got Vader, we got we got James Earl Jones, Hayden Christensen, we got it all. The wildest thing to me is that this is not Seth Rogen.
2: That, that man sounds been. like
0: Seth Rogen.
2: Wow, I didn't even think about that. You know what?
4: I didn't make Whenever that he first showed up, yeah, I loved the I loved the voice acting for him. It was I, I oh it was it. perfect. But my first was like, thought was my first thought was this is Korg in Star Wars. This is his character. I was like, I love it. We're getting to meet him. And then the fucking Oh,
0: It, gave me, burned, big, uh, the, it gave me big st- mithril mithril vibes from the Mandalorian, the blue guy, who just mm. is kind of around every once in a while. Gave yeah. me big big that guy vibes. And uh it, it, nevertheless. Oh, go it, ahead, go ahead.
4: It, well I was saying I, it gave me like Korg vibes at first because I was like, Oh, this is gonna be like the nice, lovable alien character. And then nah. the stormtrooper showed up and I was like and I was like oh, okay. Well uh, maybe like, maybe, maybe. subtle things here in a second. Yeah. yeah the right. subtle
3: things. Nah. The minute that he the minute that he opened his mouth and started sounding like some like midwestern imperial ass dad, like brother. you just knew he was gonna throw the imperial book at him like oh hell. Okay, yeah. let's well, yeah, no, I'm Imperial hell yeah, prophet, brother. killed the Jedi. You could just see it Who in the way that he said on it. January sixth. Yeah, I mean, you hmm. could just tell. He had okay, the voice. but listen. You just know it when you uh, hear the it.
4: voice. My first thought was that I was like, lovable alien character that's gonna help our our protagonists in their time
1: of need. I was. And skeptical then, from and the then moment.
4: he. Re- listen, I just I had the hope deep down. I was like, come on. Come on. And then,
1: Star Wars is all
4: about, man. and then the more that he talked, I was like, Oh man, this is, yeah. Heck yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. Cause they, <laughs>
0: they climb up in the back of this truck and they, they're like, okay, there's an Imperial banner. No, nothing, nothing that's, wrong that's with like a little bit of order into the of the every truck. now and then. That's like, hopping into the, that's like hopping into the bed of a truck with a, with a Trump flag lined up on one side and a Confederate flag lined up on the other. And, uh, and you're like, Oh, can't wait for this. Uh, and it along the a- way, he's like, uh, "So, uh, what are you folks up to? It's nice to have a couple of uh, brother in arms for the Empire." And they're uh, like, "Yeah, yeah." Leia uh, and everyone are like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, man." Empire. Okay.
1: Leia yeah, goes woo. like, no, nah, we
2: love the Empire." She like, like, I was a little worried <laughs> yeah. that yeah, that she wouldn't like know what the empire was for some reason. Like well, I just she, didn't that, know if, like
0: completely. Yeah. This is like, this is a very informative experience for her because I think what they've made clear is that she doesn't leave Alderaan and Alderaan isn't under imperial occupation. Mm-hmm. Uh, since they are a senatorial state, yeah, it's, she's it's had it's, a relatively good experience with the empire. Yeah, she's her, been completely sheltered from it. I was
4: going to mm-hmm. say her experience with the empire is the Senate, which of her, you know, to her, the empire has been a not a you know, mm. not probably not a good thing but also not a bad thing.
3: Yeah, well they're also, also around thin. they're they're also probably on their best behavior when they're around her. So I mean or like yeah, that, because that setting I guess.
4: Yeah. Because it's not it's not fully like imperial occupied. It's still they still have like the degree of freedom Imperial delegates and yeah, shit. Yeah. That that pretty soon they won't have. And that's I think this is like mm. the first experience of oh fuck. Oh, a little bit of order, am I right? Nothing <laughs>
0: yeah. wrong with a little bit of order. <laughs> I,
4: thought, I thought I was going to hear Seth
0: Rogen's laugh at any second. But uh, a little bit oh, after this.
4: Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going back because you skipped over it. Can I just say I'm so disappointed that Lola's alive? Because that means that Toto's not the only one that lives. I... Fuck yep. you. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> this tomorrow, I can't wait till he comes back. I just Locked can't up. wait. I think I, I, th- I think Col- Colton I and die. Kyler might have a
4: meltdown mm-hmm. if if I mean, if he comes back in any real capacity. It'd be so funny.
0: I never would have, but it's gotten so deep now that like
4: gotta stick yeah. with it. It like well, your it. hatred fuels my love, and of my course, love fuels your it's hatred. Exactly, so it's just it's, exactly it's just a thing. you know. A, a, a self repeating cycle that makes it worse and worse. The
0: anger feeds the hate, which feeds the passion, which just, it's the whole Sith code all all over yeah. again. But,
4: uh. Oh my God, we're on to something.
0: We are. But, uh, uh. Soon after, Freck stops and offers a ride to a bunch of stormtroopers, and they're like, uh, sup, dude, you minor? And, uh, he's like, nah, dude, I'm 40. And, uh,. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm I'm a farmer, and Obi Wan accidentally. He's like, uh, Leia's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and he goes, they know what they're doing, Leia. And uh,
4: I'm went, so happy. I'm so happy he was the first one to break. <laughs> oh, it makes me so happy. You know uh, like yeah. it's so.
3: It, We've been like, shown so much in this season already that he is just like I ain't as good as I once was. Just like yeah, he doesn't yeah. have that shit on him. Like uh, I'm
4: getting too old for this shit. Yep, exactly. Just the immediate, just like the frustration of. It also, it really is like the frustration of like a parent with a kid of just be like, "Leah, shut the fuck up!" They know what they're doing, and then every they all just kind of look at him like,
0: "Leah." Listen, "You and called She's her, like, "You called uh, her And he was he was pretty good on his feet. In response, he was pretty good. He went like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, "Her mother's name was Leah." The
3: whole time, uh, the whole time that this scene was happening, I was just waiting for the. Like, I, I, I had been waiting for the just these are not the droids. Yeah. Well, yes. yeah, I, yeah. I thought that yeah. was going to be his way of being like, oh, I fucked this up and showed that maybe I don't quite have it as, uh, like I used to. And then he's like, oh, but I got to fix it. And he's going to be like, I'll oh, pull this out of my ass. Like, no. Yeah. You know, he just does up do and then it. was just like, Leia, help me save this a little bit.
0: Well, and I love this situation, though, because, like, I mean, obviously, we're not cops, so, like, we we haven't been in this exact stormtrooper situation, but have yeah. you ever been around someone who brings up some, like, really, really heavy shit, and then you have to be like, ah, oh, man. Ah, oh, damn, man. yeah, Yeah, man, I'm so sorry about that. Wow. Uh, all right, Freck, let us out up here, man. Uh, <laughs> well, this is where the, we hop yeah. off. This the guy really heat. brought the mood down.
4: Yeah, you uh, say something, and someone hits you back with something really depressing. You're like, ah... Uh. I don't want to be in this conversation anymore. So bye.
0: <laughs> and I love the way that he like, uh, he, he, and part of it was very genuine when he looks down at her and goes, every time I look at her, I see her mother's face. Or sometimes when I look at her, I see her mother's face. And I was like, Oh, mm. Oh my God. Oh no. Oh no.
1: Are you my a uh, father.
0: Oh, oh my God. I yeah. And then they, they hop on off. Ah! They, They hop on off and Leia's like, uh, so you knew my real mom? And, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, I didn't. Are you my real dad? Fuck. And like the response that I wish I could say that I was. Like I wish I, for the life of me, yeah, I wish. Uh, but
2: is that because no. he wants to get with Padme, or? Sure. No, like, no, I'm, kidding, no, I'm, no. I'm I'm kidding. Yes. I'm okay. No, no. I understand. No, yeah, it's the actual meaning. No. Yeah. I, <laughs> no.
0: Of course. Of course. But uh. But I mean, it's because he got a good perk, Padme,
2: though He a good is her dad. It.
0: Um, Potentially.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. What if that would be? Yeah.
0: But uh, Leia. Leia shares with Obi Wan that she uh quite often thinks of what her real family looked like and let me tell you when she said that kind of had a little bit of a moment uh where i was just like oh wouldn't it have been nice anakin and padme raising luke and leia somewhere on naboo
1: Hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but uh I was just like, God damn, that that hurts. That hurts to think about. But uh, Obi-Wan relays that he can relate. And he says he he vaguely remembers his parents. And he thinks he remembers a baby, potentially a younger brother. And uh, this, I text in the group chat earlier Mm. that I have a theory. Mm. And this is where it begins. So Obi-Wan reveals... He has a brother. He remembers having a brother. There is a very... Not important to the point where she's had a lot of screen time, but important in what she does. uh, Important character who does not have a name.
3: I think I know who you're talking
1: about.
0: We know Ray's dad is a Palpatine. Now, what if Kenobi's brother has a daughter or son and their child is Ray's mother and therein she becomes a Kenobi and a Palpatine by blood like what if Ben Kenobi is great uncle great uncle Ben so you're you're, and his brother so
4: you're saying it would be following family tradition of falling in love with family members
2: exactly Wait a minute. Is Obi-Wan like old enough to be Ray's
0: grandpa? Yeah.
2: Grandpa. Definitely grandfather. Well, yeah.
0: That's, and that's what I'm saying is that his brother would be Ray's grandpa.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I wrote a whole essay on how I thought Obi-Wan was Ray's father. Um, and that just, just doesn't even work. Just timeline wise. Like, uh, just, yeah, just, ah, yeah. I just realized my whole So you should have got a nap, is...
3: right?
0: Well yeah, I just think that that, that in conjunction with the Palpatine thing would tighten her ties to the Skywalker Ooh. so heavily that See, this the is... reason it calls to her is of how close her family lineage is to that family lineage and like
2: she does have a lot of Kenobi tendencies. Like the Jedi Mind trick, you know, she she do she do that. You know, we've only seen Qui Gon Obi Wan and Ray do that. That's it.
0: Um. So yeah, I mean, it's and like I said, I text in the group chat. It's mm. not, it's not a consequential theory. It's not like it changes anything we know. It just adds something to a story that otherwise is fine. Like mm. it's like it's just just adds another layer of connectivity to the mm. all in the family of Star Wars. Um, but I thought that I I thought of that and I was like, I think I like. I think mm. I like that. I think I like that.
2: Wow. So your prediction is that Obi-Wan oh, yeah. is great uncle Ben to Bray. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That, brother that's... of grandpa. Brother of grandpa. Yes. Brother. Great uncle. Brother. I think that's
0: right. I think, I think the yeah. brother of grandpa yeah. is brother great Brother of, of grandpa is great uncle. Yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. But uh, yeah, so that's the theory. It's not very consequential. doesn't change anything in this series. doesn't change anything in the sequel trilogy. Just kind of a thing mm. uh, that I think would be a cool little, if we got like little confirmations, like little hints at that being the case over time, that'd be cool. Mm. Uh, but soon after that, Vrex stops his vehicle at an Imperial checkpoint. Nobody's like, uh, before we get there, you think you can let
4: us hop out? You you can let or, out.
0: He's like, no, nah, this is, this is standard. It'll take a couple seconds. And, uh, and he walks up to one of the stormtroopers and goes, yeah, I picked up these two. You might want to check them out. Uh, and I just,
2: I was like, fucking frick. Yeah. He was He's number intro. two on my hit list. So much, yeah. so much potential. He's only behind Toto. That's <laughs> it. That's what I
0: assume. Wow. Uh, the, and then like he might be third him, him and the, the stormtrooper who punched Grogu. Those yeah, are fuck
1: them. that
3: guy. Uh, <laughs> that I dude does deserve to die. They all do.
2: Honestly, uh, Toto, there's a decent
4: chance he's already dead. most.
3: Hopefully.
0: The stormtrooper? Yeah. I think he is. I think yeah. he is. But I I would necromance his ass back to life just, just to, kill to him murder again. him again.
4: That's fair. That's
2: uh, fair. Yeah, that's very – I mean, multiple times even. I think he potentially.
0: Yeah. If I have the power to necromance him once, I mean I did it again and did it again and did it again. Uh but the stormtrooper calls onto a uh, a probe droid and it comes it comes on over. They order Obi-Wan out of the vehicle and he uh he stands his head down. Probe droids trying to get a look at him. They're like, Get your head up. He, uh, he lifts his head up and is like, "All right, got a blast." <laughs> uh, he goes, he goes ahead and blasts this this probe droid straight up, and uh, a little too late, man. Could have done that a second earlier. Mm.
1: Um, yeah,
0: planned on shooting it anyway. Uh, now it's scanned to your face, mm.
2: uh, and uh, he's he, rusty. He's rusty. Give he's a little him. rusty, hey,
0: but not rusty enough to not quickly destroy all these stormtroopers Fair. around him. Fair. Uh, and one of them gets cut in half?
3: Yeah. Oh, this such a love this, this show has oh. gone, like, in random
2: moments, just very, like, violent. I think that was, yeah, it was just to prepare. Just yeah, a little, yeah. like, little, you know, like, hey, it was like maybe oh, expect people just to die.
4: You know, like yeah, they, just get used to it. It wasn't even like a "ooh, he got hit with a blaster bolt," and oh, you know, he fell down. Who? He's probably dead, but at least it was a quick death. This was, oh, he got shot by a blaster bolt, fell off of his little perch, screamed, and then just right in the middle. Wow!
0: But uh, yeah, man, that was that was some shit, and uh, he. He goes on through the checkpoint after it is shut down by him blasting that shit, and a small squad of stormtroopers along with an Imperial officer arrives. Uh, and unbeknownst to the troopers, the officer, Tala Durith, was actually Bale's contact. And Tala proceeds to kill the troopers and help an Obi-Wan and Leia escape. And I was like, yeah! There's just, I love There's her. just something I beautiful
3: about seeing someone in an Imperial officer uniform be uh, traitorous against the Empire.
0: Yeah, like a little, that's a little bit of rebellion to, and like I wonder, like I'm curious, like
3: she came over with them in an imperial shuttle. So the long game, she was, they, they, she's been playing it on the inside for a minute now. Is That's what that's Yeah, like she's game. an imperial
0: officer, which mm-hmm. is like, at least as far as I can tell, she might have like boosted, his, boosted the uniform off somebody, but like I don't get that vibe. No, I think no. she, she, she in says the
4: she says later on, she's like no, I joined the Empire thinking I was doing good and then realized too oh, late. I did, I... Yeah, she says whenever she's talking to Obi-Wan, and she says, like, I realized too late what they were actually doing. And by that point, mm. I, you know, I you, once I feel like once you're an Imperial imperial officer, you can't just be like, a, ah, They're you so know what, guys, I think I'm well, just going
1: to quit.
4: I'm going to retire yeah, think, early.
2: I'll put in my
1: two weeks. Um, yeah, it's they not said, really Whoa. something
4: you can do. So, yeah, she's like, yeah, so I just I said, decided to, to do what good I could.
0: They said, ma'am, you fuck with the mob and you've got ties. We can't have that.
4: Uh, know what we're doing on the inside.
0: Yeah, but uh, you Tala are brings... one of us now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Tala brings Obi-Wan and Leia to a settlement nearby. And uh, she's like, we need to lay low for a few hours until one of the pilots can take them off world. And they seek shelter in Tala's workshop where she reveals that she secretly works to help Jedi and other force sensitives uh, to escape, to hide. And like this room that is seemingly like a little little truck stop for a bunch of Jedi who have who have come on through before, which I absolutely love. Get a little allusion to Kenlan Voss, mm. uh, which if you're a if you're a Clone Wars fan, you absolutely fucking love to hear that. Uh, it was just like he's always had that ability to hunt and track, like that was his heightened sensibility through the Force a little bit, and uh, to know he's utilizing it to track jedi to hide them like that's that's really cool and another confirmed survivor of order 66
3: yeah and i felt like when she said it you know we get the mention of uh kinlin boss and stuff but i felt like there there was more and i'd be curious to see if that's something that's ever relevant again in the show um
0: right like how many have just how many have been
3: through yeah and even if it's not like necessarily seeing those but just like you said like you can com- you said another person confirmed to survive order 66 i think that's a super interesting area of this universe that we don't have a ton of knowledge in i mean we know if cal well, I- has made it through um you know you have your bits and pieces here and there from some various formats of you know i guess uh
0: I think it's really cool because, you know, there are people who say like, the more survivors there are, the lesser it, it makes Luke important. But there are like a hundred thousand Jedi, I think. They killed 99%. Mm-hmm basically still leaves over a hundred
3: yeah and what i like is that like i think you can see a lot of different examples of how that may look to a jedi like obi-wan acting and saying that like he's basically denounced all of his ways like bury that thing in the ground all of this um you know obviously he's not as tied to that philosophy as he is he's just a little you know depressed boy right now he's a little sad but um you know there are definitely yeah, probably Jedi out there that have completely denounced the way and are just have integrated themselves into society as normal, non-Jedi people who just like,
0: cut themselves off. Yeah. From the Force and and, shit, and like, uh,
3: I'm sure
1: yeah, that's, yeah. that, you Take know, obviously that number is like,
3: like, I just think that theory is a little ridiculous because it's not going to be every single Jedi is going to be like, oh, I'm going to keep doing Jedi shit. Like there isn't right. a ton of examples well, of that. And-
4: and even if they do, most of them are just going to be doing Jedi shit on the down low, and it's not like you know, it's not, not going like to be starting up a whole anything. new, yeah, a whole new fucking Jedi. Yeah, order. I see. I see If they what do, they're going to yes. get they're going to get cut down pretty quick.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm with you guys. But uh, soon hereafter, Tala also reveals that she uh, also believed in the Empire once upon a time, but grew disillusioned with the regime. Uh, when it became very totalitarian, which I think we're kind of witnessing in the bad batch, uh, the, the ramp up to totalitarianism, you know, like we see like the first mm. steps where they had everybody get their chain codes and stuff. And then, but the end of that show, the first season, anyway, the destruction of Camino is seemingly the first time they exude their power like that, mm. uh, as far as destroying planets on cities uh, pl- or cities on planets, uh, like that's that's some pretty totalitarian shit right there. Uh, but uh, later on, night falls and uh, the trio depart for the spaceport and or they they plan to through this through this little tunnel. But then Obi Wan senses
3: something. Oh man, Full disturbance! Yeah, let's talk R- about R- this. R- this was awesome. Uh, the way that they film this, I mean, uh, okay, so I guess if this is spoilers, it's spoilers, I guess, Stranger Things. Uh, kind oh, yeah, of. fuck yeah, it's but like, scene by scene. In right terms there. of the new content we've gotten, you want to talk about two musical cues that just strike fear, is, like, just fear and, and unease just based on the sound alone. Fucking Vecna's Curse or whatever you want to label that sound as in the fucking clock chime. And then Mm. this moment where just Mm -hmm. like the sound and the way this was filmed with Kenobi when he realizes who's there and the way that they draw Mm -hmm. it out to where it's just that, that unease is is dragged on as long as possible until you finally can't contain it. And then you see him. Oh man, that shit was fucking awesome. You want to talk about hyping up and playing up the emotion in this, that, you know, I guess kind of in a sense, horror vibe. That that was mm. textbook. That oh yeah. shit was I think he, amazing.
0: They're one hundred percent going for something in the horror vein. I, I it's obviously not full blown horror, but it's uh But they're going with a like a I, a, a
3: slash. Yeah, type and I think where, it's like, too rough. No matter the, what you the, do, you won't escape. Yeah, this I think they want to. I guess emphasize that at this point in time, this is what Vader was like, and you haven't seen him this way. And he was vengeful as. As right with anger and fucking violence as he possibly ever was.
0: Hey, there's a reason no one knows he
3: exists. Yeah, because and that's why there's just legend. That's that's why there's just myth. You die. Ooh,
1: ooh. Um,
0: But uh, outside the building, Darth Vader and uh, some inquisitors pull on up, and Vader walks through the streets. And uh, he goes ahead, and he he's like, you know what? This is what I feel like doing. I think I sent somebody here. Let's see if this will get him out. And he holds a dude up into the air by a force choke. Seemingly, probably kills him. I'm assuming. Uh The the son of this of this gentleman Ugh. runs outside, goes, "Dad!" and Vader goes, ha, 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 ha. "Oh!" <laughs> cracks his neck. Um. And then uh, just, you know another person comes up behind him, and he goes ahead and chokes them, puts them on the ground, and drags them behind him for a while. And it's like, oh, it's so
4: wow. gruesome. I love it.
2: Just see do it Vader, because he just... knew Obi wan was watching him.
4: No, he. I think he just
2: did it because Cause he stopped. Cause, no, because he like I think, stopped. I think like, it's and a, he was like I think mm,
0: I can... he would have done. I think it's not like it's obviously like he has no problem doing it. Obviously, he does it, but uh. I think there is something to the idea. Like, we think Obi Wan's here. Let's see how many people he'll let me kill. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't think he did
4: it because like, he was it's like, not like I a, it's know. not like
0: this will draw him out. It's like let's see how many of these motherfuckers yeah. I can strike down before Obi Wan Kenobi goes. I can't do this anymore.
4: Yeah, mm. I th- yeah. I agree. I think it was that. Not a, not a Obi Wan. I know you're sitting there watching me, so I'm gonna, you know, uh, I'm gonna kill people because you're hiding. I don't know, he I'm did gonna stop, kill people like, right? to
2: get you out. He was walking, and there were, he was walking past people, and then he, as he got close to Kenobi, and Kenobi was like right at the window watching him. He like stopped,
1: mm-hmm. and I got
2: then the same did, and though. then like you know I don't know. Um, well,
0: no, and that's that's the thing is that I do think it inspired the chain of events that unfolded, but I'm also saying I don't think it's. I, I think he does this pretty much no matter what. Like if yeah. he's pulling up to a place, he's going <laughs> to inspire fear in the streets. If-
4: and let well, you know if if he's pulling up to a place where he think there's he thinks there's like a a jedi that is hiding he's going to go around and fuck some shit up until either the jedi comes out or he's killed you know
1: right yeah and i mean we already saw this
3: we already saw this what was it last episode or the episode 4 where they started just you know basically trying to draw oh it was the first first episode right yeah the is first that where episode where they were Obi-Wan's in the stable and and they Basically and she cuts off a lady's hand. Off an arm yeah. yeah. Th- that's exactly the same premise as just trying to do anything because they know the Jedi can contain themselves in a mo- like in-, in that setting.
4: Thinking of so I hate uh Reva because she's too cold and you know uncaring.
3: I also hate
4: uh Darth Vader she's because insubordinate. he's subordinate. He's no Darth she's Vader because orders? he's too cold and uncaring. I don't like his character. I don't like I don't like Darth Vader anymore. He's, too cold he's just not nice enough for me. Yeah, he's not nice enough for me. He doesn't do it for me. Uh, but, uh, There's only room for
3: one war. character that's cold like that, okay? God. <laughs> God. Uh, God. Uh...
0: No, I'll love to Vader and Revo. But Vader, uh, you know, after walking through these streets for a little bit, Obi-Wan's like, all right, <laughs> so yeah, you go ahead and get Leia to Alderaan. I'm going to make sure this... Doesn't affect her, but
2: he said, "Like promise me, because he's like, I'm yeah. not coming back from this. Probably like that. Like he was like, I'm dead. Like I'm dead here. like well, and there's those notes
0: it. of, uh, I mean, a little bit of a callback to one of the biggest promises he's ever made in his life. You know, uh, mm. promise me you'll train the boy. Promise me you'll get this girl to Alderon. Like, mm. uh, I think those words, it's, it's the last the time promise. he spent with her, has made him go, Yeah, she is." Every bit as important as he is. Get her away from here. Get her to Alderaan.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, you know, they, they go ahead and head to the spaceport, but, uh, Obi-Wan flees into a nearby quarry and, uh, he is, he is pursued by Vader. And, uh, as Obi-Wan heads through the quarry, you know, he, he's, he's like looking around and he's like real, real panicked. And then Vader appears and, he ignites his lightsaber and Obi-Wan draws his saber and goes...
2: They edge us, dude. Literally. They know they know what they're fucking doing.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, is that, like... It's, it's weird to think about it as, like, them prolonging gratification because they do it a second later and it's very uneventful. Mm. It just happens. Uh, I took it as... Like, he's genuinely scared to open this part of himself up again. Like it's not just I'm scared to fight Vader. It's that like, oh my god, am I is this real? Like, am mm. I really about to fucking do this? I'm gonna try to avoid it a little bit longer. He runs, he runs over, and then we see yeah, Vader emerge. I, from the I mean,
3: I, okay, okay. So interesting parallel. I get or not parallel, but something to think about here is like, he's been in some hot shit, some hot water this throughout the course of the season so far already. But he's never resorted to pulling out the lightsaber, and he's never truly looked panicked. Like, even in this episode earlier, when he just pulled out the blaster and started blasting the Stormtroopers, like, he was a little nervous, it looked like, but never, like, totally panicked or, like, scared. But this is the first moment that we've seen him actually scared. Like, in in Mm -hmm. my opinion, anyway. And that's when you notice he whips out the lightsaber, and he's all, like, shaky and manic and just, like, freaked out. I I, I mean, think he's you, probably I, mean, I, would I mean, think he's probably turning to that lightsaber is like oh shit like uh it's real now I really got to I didn't uh, think you try. were
2: alive a couple days ago now that you are I didn't think you were you alive killed six hours yeah, ago and then you just killed like four people right in front of me didn't give two shits I'm scared for my life yeah I'm I'm mm. shitting my pants um if I'm okay,
4: th- just the, the, like in this scene where he, where Darth Vader, like, just like really does just come out of the darkness. Like oh, you yeah, just see like the complete darkness, point- And then you just see, you see the, the, the chest plate, the little, you know, computer panel was- on his chest, like just it made get me illuminated. So- and I was like, oh, yes.
3: It made me so upset because there was a moment where it went really quiet. Like the sound went really quiet it's total darkness except for the blue, and and it's a faint, like, it's not super bright. Like, they definitely dimmed it down, and it's just Obi-Wan's face barely lit up, and he's, like, heavy breathing. You can kind of see him, like, you know, catching his breath, and it was so dark behind him, and there was a perfect frame, like, rule of thirds, like, a perfect frame where Vader could have been. And I was just waiting I... for the slow ignite lightsaber, and I was like, come on, do it. Do it. And then it did it, and then I think like two seconds later, it like changed the total angle, and then Vader showed up, and I was like, God damn it, that would have been perfect. But I do agree, I, I, was,
4: I was disappointed too, but I was like, but I also was like, they're not going like full horror movie with this, like 100%, because that would have been the horror movie where it's just like the killer is behind you with a knife type thing. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, I guess for you're right, scene. but
3: kind of want it though, because we've never seen oh, it. Oh, I like, wanted it. We've never seen it in space, man. <laughs> but
0: uh upon upon seeing Vader here Obi-Wan goes ahead and draws his saber this time and he asks what have you become I am what you made me. Damn. I was like, "Oh, man, he really holds a grudge against this guy for this, huh?"
4: Like and like for why for what though? Like it's just like, your legs. Your other arm.
0: You turned I mean, her against basically, me. Basically all functionality of his body.
4: Your 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 child your yeah, your child, your wife. Like, and like what do you even have to hold a grudge
3: for, man? I just I and maybe it's James Earl Jones that's doing it and making this dialogue just really hit ten times different for me because this is the first time we've heard him since, you know, the original trilogy really, I guess. But Fuck, man, it, this dialogue in this episode, like, you can hear the hate in, like, you know, this is still Anakin, like, in a sense, like, the hate you hear, like, it just, the dialogue is so fitting for just, like, you can hear Anakin saying that, like, Revenge of the Sith, all those hateful lines you had at the end, like, just that hate, like, you hear that, and, like, hearing it, oh, man, he's just, he's That's in an funny. angry place right now, and we've never really seen that with Vader, like, he's kind of been stoic and just, like, going about his business. But, like, this is just coming from a place of pure hate. And, like, this is, I think, is... Yeah, he's rageful. I think this is as Sith as we've probably seen him. And this is probably the fierce... Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we, we've never... I mean, we obviously
0: saw him in Rogue One. But even then, he's an agent of the Empire cutting down rebels. It's a war. That's who he's probably going to be killing. Uh, mm. We don't really see him... Casually kill a lot of people in the original trilogy. Uh, I mean, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, we obviously watch him slaughter children. But uh...
2: yeah,
4: that one was pretty bad.
0: But um, Vader in full suit. Vader in full uh, suit. We haven't seen this Vader. Wait, we go, see him go slaughter children
4: twice. Once just children. Once women and children.
0: Oh, the, mm, the Tusken Raiders. Yes, yes, true. We're
4: true.
1: still
0: Anakin then, though. Still Anakin then, though. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, Obi-Wan tries to go ahead and run a little bit more, just like a little bit further away. And we cut over to Leia convincing Tala to return and help Obi-Wan. You know, she needs he needs your help. Go back. And I, like, I am fully capable of getting there on my own. And, you know, frankly. This is the right move, at least now Tala is alive and she was able to save Obi-Wan Kenobi, she was going to get killed by the third sister, and Leia was going to get taken anyway. So, all True. in all, I consider this a dub. Uh, yeah. And she goes ahead and agrees and heads back to Obi-Wan. And we, we, we see that him continue to traverse, uh, now being hunted by Vader. And suddenly he emerges from the darkness and swings his lightsaber at Obi-Wan. And uh, he, ref- he deflects the blade with his own. And Man, this duel... It's very Empire Strikes Back. You know, no. Obi-Wan is very clearly not his full self. Vader is very clearly taunting him. Uh, he's got the one arm going. Just...
2: One hit. Yeah. Just... At just... ease. Dude's oh, at so ease for this right man. now.
0: And the way that light reflected off my man's oh, Vader. Oh, and, and
3: I love that the, the, the way when those blades would interact with each other, like I, I just, the new technology, I can't keep saying it, but I'm gonna. The, the I, nice, the nice sweet purple. Tra- yeah, and, the, and I mean, even the difference colliding. between, and Kylo Ren and one of the most unique lightsabers, obviously, we've ever seen, and the way that those blades looked was obviously such a change and in, in just so drastically, like, more, I guess, beautiful or masterful in, in the way that it appeared and interacted with other blades, but like, it has it felt like it's jumped ahead even between now, then and now. I mean, I, I don't know if it's just me, just, like I said, maybe it's just me being favorite, I guess, a homer for, you know, prequel trilogy. This is my Kenobi, my Anakin, essentially, you know, but I, it looks so fucking good, man. I just, I couldn't get over I that. think the
0: visuals involving lightsabers do look good. There was still something about this choreography for me, and like I don't have beef, I thought it mm. was a well executed duel and everything, and it's almost certainly intentional because obi-wan's rusty it's not smooth it doesn't look it it doesn't look clean uh that is still kind of weird about this particular uh lightsaber battle but i even i even think it it comes through like with a uh, ahsoka sabres and uh, uh the dark saber and and the mandalorian and stuff like There, I feel like there is a difference that we can visibly tell between the movie sabers and the TV sabers. There's something, there's something different about what's going on there. Uh, but even so, I really, really, it feels much more real. Like, uh, I I feel like those blades are there. I feel like they're hitting off of each other and I'm used to it being like, CGI blades completely weightless. You can't
1: tell
3: that they're making contact. And and that, okay, that's what I'll say. You could feel the weight of every blow that Vader took because he was swinging hard and like Mm Obi-Wan is just in defense mode, just trying to you know, I guess, what is it, per, per peri, 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 peri peri, yeah, per, peri, peri, every strike, and, like, it, you can tell, you can tell, like, when he peri. takes that blow, like, you see the impact, you feel it, and, like, you can see it when the colors, you know, it pops right then in that moment, and, like, all of that, I just felt like, looked great, it's um, I, basically, what this fight has led me to believe is that we are just one Obi Wan Kenobi lightsaber Rocky montage away from him becoming another. He's he's gonna get back on his bullshit. Um, that, that's yep. just, as I called the, it. The, we're, getting,
4: <laughs> we're getting a training montage.
3: No, we need Dude, it. It's um, it's gonna be straight yeah. out of Rocky, like the the music. We're gonna somebody's throwing something down vicious right here. On the, the uh the
4: choreography Colton I as as Kyler was kind of talking about I really love that it showed like especially like the whole fight scene even before like the fight scene that Obi-Wan looks so like disheveled his hair is like falling down in front of his face the entire time like covering his eyes he looks like shit well
1: and, and love i love that vader
3: called him out on it too i love that yeah. vader that dialogue where he what he says, yeah. you look um uh, i can't the remember. years have made you weak yeah or i mean well
4: and yet. and then it's 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 a weak shit obi-wan who's been who's had the years drain him not training anymore and then it's anakin vader who's been training who has been just seething in anger this whole time who at this point he knows that he's better than obi-wan and i love it because it just shows him the whole like just using one hand the entire time not even Mm. attempting to use the other hand to to fight at all and then just sitting there just obi-wan's in defense mode and then he's just sitting there just wailing on him like he's wailing on him with a fucking baseball bat because he's like i'm just gonna sit here and wail on you until you let your guard down and then i'm gonna you know Go in for a real
3: attack. And so what I love about it too is is just kind of thinking, I guess, in terms of a broader scale. Um, When you look back at uh his, I guess, Anakin's like mindset when he fought him in Revenge of the Sith, he's so cocky and arrogant. Like he, he has no doubt in his mind that he has progressed and has, has risen above his master in terms of mastery of, you know, I guess, you know, lightsaber duels and his hours. power and, to, and to, you know, entirely. Um, I love that he's even more cocky in this fight and it arguably shows in the actual performance too, that Obi-Wan is clearly actually now fallen below. And I think that's setting something a very up large yeah, and I think it's setting it up for just a great, great fight later in this show. I think the, the, the climactic, what I'm going to, or I guess presume to be the climactic fight between those two, I'm not going to say the show, the, but the, between those two, the, uh, the-
4: as it, you could say, cummies. Fight.
3: It is, is going to be it, – it's set up beautifully One for point. Obi-Wan One to, point. you know, in these next few episodes, come to terms with the fact that he has uh, He has no doubts, I guess. He's already mentioned how he's fallen, fallen off, and he's not exactly who he once was. But I think this is the, I guess, reality check where it's like, okay, it's getting real. I can't hide as easily anymore. I'm going to have to fight him at some point. I need to prepare. Like, I guess, essentially, he knows that's what this is building into. He knows the relentlessness of Anakin and Darth Vader. He's not going to be able to run like anymore. He's going to have to. Well,
0: he'll. He might be able to run, but something interesting about the implications of the end of this episode is, and where he's just generally been, is that this man cannot go back to Tatooine until this is sorted.
2: Yeah, he can't lead Vader right to him, like right to
0: Luke. No, he cannot go back to Tatooine can't until there, this is done. Can't, yeah,
4: well, like, and uh, not only can he not go back to Tatooine until this is done, he also now will probably have to go into um either Vader's palace or the Inquisitor's Palace and actually
3: go on the attack, which is not, you know. That yeah, not a very Obi Wan thing to do. Well, unless it's general grievous, which so he will in? just drop into that bitch, no plan, and say, I love
4: "Well, it. they have, they have, you know, they have Leia now. He has to,
3: ah, uh, like he wow. has
2: to now go on the I didn't offensive. Oh, uh, she's taking. Hey, he was wave. pretty
3: damn good at it in a New Hope, and he was old and decrepit. Well, uh, no,
2: let's get,
0: let's get to the end of this episode breakdown because we are so close. We got, we're skipping ahead to the Rava being take, taking Leia." But there's a pretty awesome moment we haven't talked about here where Vader knocks down the flammable Whoa. rocks, lifts Obi-Wan into the air, lights that shit on fire and goes, check this shit out, man. How, how does it
3: feel? I I think that might have been one of the best moments in this episode for me. I mean, just that. That. it. It's the strongest moment of the episode. I think it's me. the biggest well, display of like re- vengeance I think I've seen in Star yeah. Wars ever, and then that is the biggest display to me of Sith behavior. I think you could probably see. Well, it's, I mean,
4: especially since like he has Obi Wan in a force hold right now, in the air without a lightsaber, he could just end it. Mm-hmm. He he has Obi Wan dead right now, and instead, because he's you know. A Sith, and because all he's thought about is vengeance for the past 10 years, he just says, no, I'm going to make you suffer.
0: Oh, and the way he like he holds him with his left hand and like like kind of gingerly lays his right lightsaber down with his right to to light the fire. And it's like. Oh, he's like, yeah, no, your he, pain. I has think too it was to made to explicitly
3: done. clear like he is enjoying every fucking yes. second of that moment. He loves Like yes, he wants no to ch- like sit in this moment and, and really I, I also don't
4: think because I'm kind of I'm I'm watching it back through, he's not planning on killing him anytime soon either. Because Yo, he, he he blows to... he blows the fire out, blows yeah. Obi-Wan away, and tells, away and tells it, to get him to bring him to me. Because he's planning yeah. on probably bringing him back to Mustafar. And you know, spending a decent spending amount on of time torturing him.
0: The... Yeah, probably throwing him in the lava, putting him on the edge of that shit, and like burn, bitch,
4: cutting,
1: cutting off his limbs. Yeah, he, he
4: he wants to make him suffer, which is awesome.
0: It's it is pretty it is pretty fucking awesome. But in this in this last moment, a little Deus Ex Machina, Tala pulls up, uh, reignites the. Mm-hmm. The Rock with a blaster bolt, uh cutting Obi Obi Wan off from the troops after she shoots down one of them that was in pursuit of Obi Wan and Tala quickly moves in to rescue Kenobi, who has sustained serious burns, and they that escape.
2: That loading droid man, mm, are we going to hear him talk ever? It looks like he has a little thing. where oh, I, I, I was thinking
4: the like, same thing. I hope he does. Yeah, I hope I, 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 hope, hope, he's
2: like, I hope
0: he. I hope he tells. Like, I think it would be a great through line. Work.
2: Like, just a single word, you know? Or, like, I don't know. Hope. Or... I think it'll be a great pull-through
0: if Leia does something to protect him, mm. and his first words are thank you.
4: Uh... Well, no, I don't even think – I don't think he can talk.
1: Like, do they, they don't has, like allow don't, them
4: to. Yeah, I don't think they have, like, a speaker or whatever to, like, let but them I don't talk. know. It looked like he had a thing right there. I don't know. But it's probably just how he looks like, you know, kind of humanoid. They...
2: It said they didn't say that they
4: couldn't talk. They said they're just not fair. allowed to. That's uh, yeah, that's fair. So maybe they like uh, very well could be like a thing where they, where they used to be able to talk back whenever they were minors for or like mm. loading bots or whatever for you know the republic, but now that it's the empire, mm. fuck out of here with that bullshit. Fuck out of here. But
0: as Leia heads to the ship, she runs into the third si- sister and she's like, uh, are "You the one who's supposed to help me?" And she's like, "Ah, yeah, I got gotcha. you." And she sees a dead body on the ground, and Leia's like, okay, I'ma go, sorry, and she turns and runs, third sister goes after her. And therein, we cut
2: to black. So, is Leia and Vader going, like, is she gonna bring Leia to Vader?
3: At this point, um, though, I we think... talked about this last episode, right? That we don't really know to the extent of who knows any – of any kinship, I guess, really, between the children. Like, Vader
2: would be able to sense Leia at all, you think, you know?
0: I mean, like, he doesn't in episode four, and that's
4: – Yeah. I think, I think this almost, to me, seems like a thing where – like, I don't think – Obi-Wan would have to attack Mustafar, I think she's just going to take Leia to their, like, you know, palace Inquisitorius as a... as, yeah, as Fortress. Or fortress, I'm sorry. Is that really fortress. the name? Um, like, are
3: you being serious?
0: Yeah, that's the real thing. Oh, wait, that's
4: actually the name? Sounds like a hairy... Yeah, body. Fortress, fortress
0: Inquisitorius. Yeah, I, mean. I
4: hate that. Uh, But I feel like it's, it seems like the thing where she would just be like, hey, I'm taking you back here, is going to leave Obi-Wan, like, a clue to be like a... Yeah, Leia's with me, so Obi-Wan has to actually, like, attack them, and then she can just sit there and wait, capture Obi-Wan, and deliver him directly to Vader.
0: Mm. And that
3: would postpone him and Vader meeting again for at least another couple episodes. Yeah. Um, I just think – that's, that's you bring up a great right? point, Miles. I just think that given what we've seen from Reva so far, she is so intent on doing this on her own and having it be on her shoulders. Like, I did this. You need to give me power now and what I want and, and this and that. Um, I think that's going to get leveraged in some form thematically you know, and where the story goes because it just – it has to. I mean, she's been – it's been written this way. I don't even think she way. wants – i don't even think she
4: wants vader to help her capture obi-wan i think ideally she wants to capture obi-wan entirely on her own so she can say i captured him you didn't do shit give me power
3: well i think just knowing that he's probably at least from many people's perception i guess in in like the empire and stuff obi-wan and and we kind of got a line about this last episode too um but Obi-Wan's arguably the strongest Jedi remaining, at least to mo- many people's knowledge. Obviously Yoda's still out there, but many would be more
1: fierce, in yeah, Kenobi than a- any
3: other Jedi, just given his age, and, and the way that he will yeah, be able a- to outlast, way, uh, you know, given with age, if he can stay out of the limelight. Yeah.
4: Um, Addiction. Episode, that, episode Having that badge, like,
3: I'm, I, I, having that badge for Reva is like, I'm the Inquisitor who brought in Kenobi. Like you wouldn't yeah. go say that if you brought in like, and and this is no disrespect on any of these Jedi, but like if it was Isla Secura or Inlet, th- th- like that's not Inlet, the same status, you know what I mean? Like you want to bring in the big gun and impress, you know? Yeah, well yeah, because I mean,
0: Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker were legends in the Republic. Well, also you, know? you got to like, think about are, it.
4: Right now there are two masters left: Yoda, who is a ball of dust on a. Jungle planet.
3: Until we see Mace Windu and Obi Wan.
4: Yeah, until we see Mace Windu in the final episode. That is our prediction for this episode.
3: Hmm. Uh,
2: Which is a sound right. I could I could see it, like them waiting to bring him back for. Same thing. Uh, something as Ep- big as Kenobi.
4: Episode two of uh of Moon Knight. You said the one dude was Mephisto. Episode hmm. two I of the, of our recording of obi-wan we're saying mace windu comes back in the final episode
0: yes i mean and frankly we'll probably make that prediction for everything set post revenge of the sith from
1: here exactly yeah until until we
4: yeah until you know they decide at some point to finally like sit down everyone collectively and say mace windu is dead he's not coming back and then we'll still say it's he's coming back Mm. (laughs)
2: mm-hmm
0: All right. Well, with that, let's get into the rating section of this here podcast. We got <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi part three. So like I'll explain it for everyone who's new here. Uh, part three is a weird place to jump in, but you know, fuck it. Um, we got three, three rating, uh, sections. We got one for enjoyment, one for genre and one for critical value is what I'll call it. Uh, enjoyment, you know, it's just how much it resonated with us, and I think it's probably safe to say this is a five across the board for us.
4: Joseph, and, I like uh, that you filled that out before before <laughs> even talking about it. Just five immediately.
2: I, I mean, think it's pretty much the uh, Yeah,
4: I. I, you'll, I you'll,
3: you'll hear no argument from me. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, no, I'm then good. we've got
0: the genre rating.
3: I, oh, mm, sorry. Go ahead. No, I. I the enjoyment was a five, and I think genre. I mean, like we kind of talked about in the first two. I don't know how it's kind of hard to slip out of a five in this genre. It's pretty genre defining.
0: Yeah, it's Star Wars, baby. This is a I, this is a five out of five in yeah. enjoyment. Five out of five as
3: far as it fulfills uh, okay. the genre the way uh, it. If I can pose a wrinkle, maybe if we're gonna do genre and this, you can, you can tweak this, or tell me I'm an idiot all you Mm. want, I'm not, not gonna be offended, but maybe for genre, we should look at, like, I guess, feature, like, I'm gonna say, like, feature television, but maybe we take it a step further, go, like, Disney Plus television, like, that is a genre, um, I know that it's really been a lot, a big topic of discussion of, like, comparing, like, MCU television with Star Wars television, like, who's doing better, and, like, there's a little bit of a competitive nature there and given that moon knight has you know been the last marvel show and arguably the most recent show and this kind of genre it could be interesting to have like those kind of two i guess together. i'm with
0: you i'm with you i think for a disney plus category i think that's a fair idea you know and uh but it might be hard now as this,
3: given that we shape moon knights genres like probably either mcu television or just like
0: yeah and you know like it's it's an ever-changing tapestry this shit's we do whatever we want so it's like you know fuck it i do like that idea and that that is always to be considered you know when it came to uh moon knight the thing we discussed was uh superhero television
3: well as a genre yeah and that's not exactly
4: well but even if we expand it to i mean i think most of us would agree that so far at least star wars television has generally been better than mcu television Mm-hmm. Um And so even if we throw in the MCU shows, I would still say that like genre-wise, this is – at least this episode, I enjoyed more than all but a, a couple episodes of even Star Wars
3: television.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, uh, I think that's fair to say.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. A lot of – and this brings us to the last one, Critical Value, uh, where we kind of discuss – you know all the the all the important things: the acting, the soundtrack, the 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 filmmaking, the cinematography, uh, sound editing, editing, all that ah, shit. So uh, if I it, this is most effective in that editing category for me, and that uh yeah, and those those shots of Vader through the fire ah, and. Uh, the, Oh, man, they were they were fucking nailing it. But uh, while
3: I was watching it, the only thing I could think was just this. I thought of this exact thing happening and I'm like, this is a five like like I like I enjoy. I guess not from an enjoyment standpoint, but I caught myself like noticing and mentioning things in my head or noting things to talk about in here that were more tied to critical things like in this genre, I guess, or category that I was like if this is the only five like I'm sitting here telling myself if this is the only five I give out in terms of film like critically and anal- out critical analysis in terms of like editing all of those things, I'm fine with that. I like th- this one if it doesn't get hey. topped, like that was just what the bar this one set, like that's how how much I think they I guess popped their shit in in this episode. I res- I respect
0: that perspective for sure and I think from a strictly filmmaking standpoint this probably is the strongest episode. But as a single episode of storytelling for me I don't I don't think I think it's it's very fun to watch it's very entertaining. But storytelling-wise, I don't know that it is as good to me as the last couple episodes and
1: I,
3: Yeah, I, I uh, suppose that's true. And what we talked about at the beginning, that's where that stems from. But I, like I said, I just felt like the way that things were framed and, and shots and, and just all of those little things that, like, I, unless you either like, there are things that even if you don't know the terms or don't know what exactly you're watching, you know that mm, you like watching it better good. that way. Like... You can well, just tell. cinematography
2: is a big part, but I think story is a huge chunk of the critical rating. We we like usually hold story at a at a pretty big weight, um, uh, because like this is one week. You know, we have to wait a whole another week for the next episode. Yeah, and, and like,
3: recency bias. And I'm like sure, they need to is.
2: satisfy. Yeah, they need to satisfy you like for that week. And I feel like I was I was more satisfied coming off of episode two than I was after this episode. Yes, the moments in this episode were much more grand and, like, insane. I couldn't believe they were happening. But, like, I I was more fulfilled, like, watching an episode of television. Really? Like, and I see what you yeah, mean. Like, and I
3: think... They, they, this, or sorry, go ahead, Colton.
0: No, I was just going to say the story they unfolded over the... Like, and it it, it helps that it was a two-episode premiere, but even within that second mm-hmm. episode, there was a clear and concise... uh arc throughout that episode we made it to we made it to die you mm. the goal was to get lay off off safe and uh, whatever happens along the way happens along the way we we make it off die you safe the whole arc of that episode happens we get revelations uh, this this episode while awesome is unfulfilled like it is it is and I think, just a yeah. segment of yeah, the story.
4: I think part of that is the fact that this episode is is setting up it, it I have has, no doubt that does a towards, towards up where, Whereas that's to, where it push the story along further, like episode two had part had episode one to set it up, so episode two could have that clear and concise arc, whereas this is the you know, the setup with yeah. some arc and then also some really cool moments. I think episode but it one have, have that, more of a singular arc. It doesn't arc. have that clear and concise arc. Well, but yeah, you know, I mean you think at this episode, the slow part that we were like, uh cool of the of them talking and doing all that stuff that's no different than episode one's uh you know seeing obi-wan be a you know butcher of a of a giant uh, right but the purpose thing.
0: that serves in episode one that we see fulfilled is him reject like rejecting his old ways and by the end of them coming back around realizing he needs to he needs to do something uh like, there, even, even then there was fulfillment upon that single episode's arc. Um, this was, I mean, and like, it's not, uh, like I said, this is a five enjoyment. I loved everything yeah. I watched. I thought it was masterfully done. And frankly, I, Frank, more we've talked about it, the more I'm, I'm more comfortable elevating it even above the last two episodes. But I don't think the, uh, I I do think the the arc that we were given in this episode is one that will be fulfilled at a later date. But just because it will be fulfilled at a later oh, date doesn't mean I'm satisfied with yes. it now.
4: Yeah, I I would agree. I'm I would I think it is. I would agree. Like this, I don't think it's a five on that. Like there, the arc is not fulfilled. It's not. You know, we did have the um, you know, the slower bits that I would completely agree with. But I would also say it's definitely above episodes one or two. Because I think mm-hmm. this episode, whereas episode two had a better story because it had that more clear and concise arc. I think this episode had better, at least in my opinion, the cinematography, the, Pretty much everything the shots, yeah, everything else that goes into the film part, I think was better on this episode. Fair, sure. And that, I'm with
0: you. I'm with you 100%. Okay. You know, like the reason those other episodes are as high as they are are the storytelling bits. I remember talking about it like there's nothing to me that's really standing out. Yeah.
4: Visually, yeah. uh, like, like there were some the colorful bits in episode two, but that was really
1: it. Yeah, but it whereas was, this was episode it, but we uh... had
4: the we had the cool like the the turning camera shot of Anakin in the desert, you know, in the on the hill. We get the you know disheveled Obi Wan as he is as, as he's getting hunted down by the by the by the you know killer. We get all that stuff that's like the cool cinemat like c- cinematic shots.
0: Cinematography. Cinematography. Now but yeah I'm with you I'm with you I think I'm ultimately like I everything we were talking about it did so effectively so freaking well uh but as a singular episode of television there's only one fair way to rate it and it is as it stands alone Yeah uh it wouldn't it it wouldn't stand alone You know that's that's kind of how I that's kind of how I look at it and I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm I not
3: going to convince anyone to change but I just wanted to be known that there is not enough conflict in this podcast, and then I'm gonna fucking say fuck that shit. I I thought this was, in my opinion, film category. We got a four oh oh or four oh six six and a four two five. If this is anything less than a four or five, I I fucking I denounce. Oh, it. I don't think it is. I think
4: it's a four or five. I think That's yeah. I think I'm it's at.
3: a four or five or above. I would argue above, but like I was saying, if the minimum is a four or five, if yeah. that if we're not getting a four or five, at least I'm fucking riding. But I'll I'll settle with. I think five. I
4: think we go with I think we go with four or five. It's not worth do burning think.
3: down. Uh, if he, burning down the yeah, Penny yeah, Blue studios with, over this, but I I wrong. It's always I'm worth burning bridges. them down. Um, <laughs> I think we go
4: with like a four or five or even you know a four or six if we wanted to, just because I do think like in an episode like a couple episodes later. We could see the cool cinematogra- uh, cinematic shots that we saw in this episode, along with a better story, a complete, a
0: complete. Yeah. Sh- and like, don't get me wrong, I think the story here was fantastic. It was a great, it was a setup piece, like that. That that's absolutely the case, and I have I have no beef with it.
4: It I, was I, it was to give us the cummies of seeing Obi Wan and Anakin face to face again, but then also yeah, to set I loved, up, I to set reunion. up the further lo-
1: conflict.
0: Yeah, I loved that. Re- I loved that reunion and I thought it was very effective and visually it's, it is for me miles better than the the first two episodes yes. just because I felt that like there were actually standout moments in this. The first two episodes I felt like there was cool shit, but there, there wasn't anything that made me go, oh wow, that felt incredibly artful and meaningful just through the visual cue they were providing me. Like I felt that in this, in this episode more. So like, I think it does deserve to be propelled above the other two at the very least. Uh, I just felt like in the first two, there was that more c- clear, concise arc for the single episode. They stood alone really well and this stands alone just fine. I just don't think it stands alone
4: as well. As you just, episode. you just think it could do more.
0: Yeah. And I, 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 I have no doubts. They'll follow through yes. on it. I just think that the only fair way is to view it in a vacuum.
2: Any last and, minute uh, predictions, boys? We got. Well,
4: let's look at. Let's look at how we did on the last one.
2: Uh, Rava turn was turned out by Obi Wan Kenobi after oh, Order yeah, Six. We, that we still haven't seen. Could still about be that. seen, but full yeah, suit Vader next episode. Uh, Dumps. you guys got that one on lock. And then the weak fight. Yeah, um, <laughs> weak fight first, and then the fight on episode five or six, which I I think I'm pretty spot. Teaming, on. Seeming correct. Um, this one we have like a little Rava redemption in some way. Um Obi Wan is great Uncle Ben to Ray and Mace Windu's popping up in the finale. The great
3: Uncle Ben one. That is a very like yeah, that that's is a, a lotto cut, ticket but for the, a few yeah. weeks well, it's, like, it's the that is a few weeks from now drawing lotto ticket. Like we are we are yeah. investing deep down the road. Like well, that is the ultimate it is, payout right there. I like, it is I like the storage unit guy Mephisto question yes. mark. No, I, I <laughs> If I had to make any prediction, I, I don't know. It's hard Grogu? for me to predict things like this.
0: Hey, did Kinlon Vos get Grogu out the temple?
3: Uh, what are What are we placing? Okay, what are we placing? Uh, and I'm not even claiming there's any like merit to this at all, or that I'm even putting any stock in this, really, but more so just trying to think out loud. I mean... What, what, what to you guys, I guess, do you feel like would need to take place for you to feel like there's a chance of seeing Yoda on screen again? Oh, okay. Like, um, and okay, and here's where it, it would be
0: really interesting.
3: <laughs> what I was going to say was where it could get interesting is if we're working with Obi Wan so deeply on this. You know, force communication, you know, and force, uh, what do do they call it? Shadow force projection, things of that nature. Force ghost. Force ghost. Is there any realm of possibility that Obi-Wan working so hard on that realm of the Jedi, you know, does that possibly lead to it? Like, I guess that's my question. Like, what do you think needs to take place? I'm not predicting it, more so just curious because, like, this is the closest in timeline, I guess. I mean, I guess everything's really been in the timeline because he's an old-ass motherfucker, but, you know... what? I think that we could...
0: There's a pretty important scene in Rebels that feels like it could be relevant. Is if Obi-Wan feels the need to cultivate his Force abilities again to prep for a fight, to take Leia back, to fight Vader, to face of Vader, he goes to a place where he might be the most at one with the Force. Uh, In Rebels, whenever Kanan, Ezra, and Ahsoka do this, they see yoda Mm. and it's not it's not a projection it's like a yoda speaks to them yeah it's like Uh, force
4: communication like they talk through the force
0: i think i think that yoda could set the could could lay the groundwork for obi's first contact with qui-gon as Mm. well
4: um i i could get behind that i don't think i would you know i don't necessarily think i could get behind that like him just deciding all right well you know what i'm gonna go to uh What's the What's the name of the planet? Dagobah. I, I don't. I don't think I want him to go to Dagobah, but I could definitely see a he has to like become one with the Force again after so long, and he sees Yoda. For the first time in, you know, 10 years. However, I would like, okay,
1: okay, Dagobah
3: would be cool because it would, not like, provide a nice link, I guess, in between Luke and Obi-Wan's arcs, and they're just at totally different points because that would be an interesting contrast is, like, Obi-Wan does it after he's lost his connection with the Force, whereas Luke is, like, just grooming and, and trying to grow that.
0: Yeah. There is, no, I don't think he knows he's on Dagobah right now. At the beginning of The Empire Strikes Back, he materializes and tell Luke, tells Luke, "Go to the Dagobah system, find Yoda." Uh he's got an, he's, he knows he's he knows where he's at at some point. I don't know that there's any reason to know that that's uh right now, but I think that doesn't
4: he. I think that there's a chance he at least communes with Yoda in some capacity. He, he knows where Yoda's at right now, doesn't he? Because do, don't. Like him and Yoda, whenever they're like, "All right, peace out, dude." He's like, "All right, I'll go to Tatooine with the boy." They'll take Leia, and he doesn't go you know, to tell him that he's going to, like, it,
0: I think he, I all I remember he, is he tells him he's going into hiding. I don't remember him telling him he's going to Dagobah. I don't. Yeah,
4: I don't think he says Dagobah, but I think he says like, "I'm going to like you know like a heart the like the heart of the Force or some you know some some weird thing like that." Or
2: like maybe he's like he's going back home. Or oh, he doesn't like, say like, home, but he say, uh, it's something man. to do with, like, I, the Force. Still, yeah, oh, it's pissing me off. I feel like, I, I don't know, I gotta pull it up now, or something to be pissed, but... Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think, Gro, like, seeing Grogu be saved, um... Seeing Grogu is be possible. saved would be really
3: cool. Yeah, it would be right The only there. thing is, is we it's, have to have I an just, introduction of a new character to really know, like... So... To, to flash back to that, because we're not going to get that in a current yeah. sense. So we end this. I want to say we do end this
0: with Obi-Wan
4: out. That, that was what feels I was about to like say. There,
0: feels like there's no riper place for us to get flashbacks. than. uh, God, it's
4: almost like you saw the same tweet that I did, Colton,
0: which uh, makes me I think did. that maybe
4: I saw it because you liked it.
0: <laughs> maybe I did. Uh, but that was like, it's, it's, it stands to reason. Uh, like, uh, Notoriously, when we get flashpoints or flashpoints, flashbacks,
4: Flashbacks. it's when someone's Uh, like sleeping,
0: someone's incapacitated, Boba Fett, uh, for example, uh, but I don't know, man, I really, I really look forward to whatever the fuck this, uh, this story has in store for us. I'm, I'm absolutely ready. Any, any last thoughts on this here episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi?
3: Hmm. Not really, man. Like I said, just this—this this was the first episode that I felt like they—they they just did some things that really felt like, I guess, in terms of tonally or thematically from the the prequel trilogy, this has felt the most drastically different. Is that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's right or wrong to say, but. Mm-hmm. I just, I love the marriage mm. of the prequel characters that I know and love so well with all of the technology and an ability to create these stories with the, I guess, sequel slash beyond the sequel technology. Just, just the mm. way that they, that That's marriage true. has been a great one for me as a Star Wars fan who grew up on the prequels. I
2: think I have a good analogy and a good way to explain where I sit on this episode. I feel like this episode is Mandalorian season two finale. Um, it has the moments of the finale, the, the epicness, but it doesn't have like the emotional resonance that the finale has that makes it all so worth it. Like you see Mando fight Moth Gideon, you see like Luke, you know, appear on screen. And now we see Vader appear on screen. Like we're having these crazy moments but like there's not the emotional resonance that like that's that finale had so like that's the only yet. like yeah. little difference between like the episodes like this is still a top like 3 top 5 episode of star wars television like of all time for sure like already and i think it's going to get topped uh like in the coming episodes
3: i so. i would not be surprised um, to have two episodes yeah. top top yeah. any of the yeah. whatever so, our top one is now top three. i wouldn't be surprised yeah, to have two so. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I'm ready. I'm ready, ready for next
2: week. All
0: right. And with that, Obi Wan Kenobi came to a four point eight three out of five stars. This part three episode did, making it the highest rated episode of the series so far, according to us. I I cannot wait for part four that. next week. And uh, I'm 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 very ready. So, with that, we conclude this episode of the Council of kenobi the bitches for were here if you would head to patreon.com slash coro where you'll find over 24 hours of exclusive content and uh just just a, a bunch of shit over there we're out of pocket we're out of place it's it's very very fun strongly recommend uh head to twitter follow at penny Bloom pod follow on instagram at penny Bloom podcast again i was colton robertson i was joined by joseph george thank you very much
2: homie oh thank you for having me it is always a pleasure to be here
0: Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. We were also joined by Miles fucking Buttress. Hey, Thank Mom. you, Ami.
4: Yeah, oh, as I always say, happy to be here and uh, happy to come back anytime, man.
0: Oh, would you come back next week even?
4: Probably. Yeah, I think I, I, think I can see that in my future.
0: Mayhaps. Mayhaps indeed. Mayhaps. Uh, and on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot. Kyler barnett thank you very much yeah
3: absolutely uh it's just been it's been great to be back uh it's the first like back-to-back weeks i've recorded with you guys in a long long time i've done oh, like one spot was, oh dude i'm but, i
0: can't express to you enough how happy i am to have you guys back these conversations they mm-hmm. just they don't happen when you're not here so you know
2: well, yeah no, i saw, don't you, I saw you winding here. up for that absolutely but uh, uh yeah no
3: uh oh
1: absolutely yeah, yeah, you, you were you were winding up, so up for it.
3: i i am <laughs> absolutely happy to be here and you know uh glad glad to be back
0: absolutely and with that the council of kenobi is concluded uh leave a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts and spotify and remember peace love and bloom and always praise obi-wan kenobi